going to touch on just a number of things. I like to do that. I don't know about you. I um, will often do that through the year, take a look at some of the things that the Lord said in January, or as we kind of are bringing the Jewish year to a close, you know, September. I like to look back. I like to look and see, you know, God, what it is that, you, you know, what were you saying? What were your expectations of us, God? What were your desires of us, Lord? Because sometimes we can forget those things. Sometimes, you know, we are so excited when we first hear them, and those things are so meaningful to us. They set our lives and our hearts ablaze. But then when we have such amazing teaching, we get the next great teaching and the next great teaching. And though our minds are blessed, sometimes, you know, we are challenged to remember what was, the, what was the last, you know, I had to do that. Can I just be honest with you? I taught last Wednesday night and I'm sitting in prayer in my prayer closet and I had to sit there and finally say, Holy Spirit, jog my memory. What did I teach? Because I was there, <laughs> but I'm having a hard time remembering what was it all about? And finally, you know, he, he jogged my memory about the, the, the importunate woman. You know, the Bible says, seek and keep on seeking. Ask and keep on seeking. Uh, and knock and keep on knocking. And there is that determination in our hearts in the name of Jesus that says, if that's what it takes, then that's what we're going to do. If that's what it takes to change my life, if that's what it takes to change a city, then we're going to find out what God wants us to do and we're going to do it and do it and do it and do it with a revelation of it, not just out of tradition, but because it's coming from the inspired word of God. And when it finds its origin in heaven from God, then it carries life with it. It carries anointing upon it and it will change everyone that receives it in the name of Jesus. So I want to do that. I want to take just a little trip down memory lane and, um, touch some things that you might maybe heard about in September and kind of some of the things that God is speaking to us now. And I want to touch, you know, uh, just a, I'm going to jog just a little test maybe for some of us that are here because over the last few months, you know, God, the big word this year for the Lord was preparation, that God was going to release some things and with it, those things that we were putting in our tool belt, so to speak, those were the revelations, those were the truths, those were the things that were preparing us, not only for this year, but for the things to come. See, the way the Lord works, God is not, you know, often like humans, we go from moment to moment. And though the scripture exhorts us to do that, it exhorts us to do that in, the, in light of not taking on any burden or any worry. But where God is concerned, God's always in tomorrow. He's always in next week. He's always in the bigger picture. And his desire, even though God is speaking to us about this year, it's preparation, yes, for the things that we will experience, but it's always those things that we're doing this year that are catapulting us or affecting our tomorrow. They're affecting our next year, the next five years and the next 10 years. And so as we pray that prayer and we say, God, enlarge us, we're learning how to think more and more and more about the things that are coming, to think more and more like God, to think more and more about the future and the bigger plans of God. How many of you, you can feel that stretching? You can feel that enlargement. You're thinking different than you did maybe the first day you came here. You're thinking different than, than you did, you know? 
the first day you met God, you're different. You're not the same. Things have changed. Hallelujah. You're filled and flooded with God and thinking like God. So 5777 is the Jewish year that we have just cut. We're coming out of. And we're coming out in strength. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to know we're coming out in strength in the name of Jesus. Remind me about spark plugs. Because I have, you know, I'm on, I'm on one of those nights. Sometimes, you know, it's like, bing, 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 bing. Lord, you're everywhere. Because he, he's doing a lot of things. You know, it's like looking at puzzle pieces when you, I don't know about you, but you know, if I've ever done a puzzle, you don't just take them out one at a time, do you? No, you take the box and you're like, ah! And sometimes it seems like that's what God does to us. He's like, there! <laughs> now make sense of it all, you know? And so we're, we're learning more and more how to do that, how to connect the dots and how to be okay with that, how to not be frazzled with that and how to, how to move with God and how to bring it all together and, and you know, do what, the little test. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that, like I said, that Pastor had for us. The, the four things that he just taught us over the last little bit that would, would declare in our life or we, as we possess those things, we would be people of a strong, firm foundation and people of great faith. There are four things that he taught over the last little while that each one of us possess. How many of you remember he taught that? Yes, he did. I got a one yes, ma'am. Yes, two. Can I get three? Anybody? Three. Going for three. There we go. I think you just raise your hand just to be nice. So Perry Stone spoke to us in 5777, um, about the year 5777. The word of the Lord came to him and he declared... 5777, or this year that we're in, and we're bringing to a strong close. Can everybody say strong close in the name of Jesus? He said, this is a year where blessings are released, but blessings come through confession. How many of you remember that? The symbol of the year is the mouth. Does anybody remember that? We talked about that. In order to walk in victory, he said, we must learn to confess the word with our mouths to claim with our mouths the promises of God. He said, we are not to wait for God to do it. This is the year to learn when to keep our mouths, not only what to say, but what, what not to say. Amen. What to say and what, what not to say. When to learn when to keep our mouths shut. This is a year not to talk about one another. It's a year where we are not to criticize. Why? Because God wants to bring promotion. God wants to bring increase. And increase always comes upon the shoulders of unity and the love of God. Amen? It always comes on the shoulders of unity and the love of God. Because the Bible says that love, the love of God never fails. So we are empowered and strengthened as we make that commitment to walk in in and out the love of God and as we live we purpose every day to live in that lifestyle then God is able to give us more and that is a definition as the scripture tells us when we're faithful faithful over little we do everything in the love in and through the love of God can I get an amen hallelujah so this is a year where we're not only saying the right things but we're not saying the wrong things we're magnets for where words become or cause us to be 
that bullseye or magnets for good or for evil. What do we want was the question that he posed. So 5777 is the year of Jubilee. It's the year of the crown sword, meaning the year of great authority. The sword of the Lord cutting off all deception and evil intent. Long awaited, remember that? Pastor told us we spent all of those years where maybe we felt like it's not working and we're heaping up the understanding of God and the ways of God and we're, and we're responding to it, but that thought might have hit your mind to say, hey, it's not working. I'm doing and I'm not seeing the results. And Pastor Ian, at the beginning of this year, rose up and told us, which made it all make sense, that when we were learning, it was, it was a season of learning, but it wasn't necessarily a season of doing. So if you weren't experiencing more than a trickle, it was okay. Long-awaited times of breakthroughs. I am releasing, he said, the law of attraction over my people. He who has more will, more will be given. It's a season where God is activating all seeds that are sown. And they are coming back to us. A season of great breakthrough and spiritual release on a people who are ready and who have prepared. Hallelujah. And then he goes on to talk about faithful in church attendance, faithful in our giving, that long-awaited victories are coming to pass. That's what I was saying, is that the, the change that was happening in our hearts, that was a, a season where, we, where the word of God was changing us. And that was the point. And so then when our heart is changed, now what happens when that word comes out of the abundance of a heart of faith, that word that comes out in authority changes circumstances because we're no longer being towed around in life by negative thoughts and feelings and emotions driving us to make wrong choices or wrong decisions and act out wrongfully and eventually be way off course, okay? But we're declaring it in the name of Jesus that we are in the right place at the right time in the name of Jesus. And though the enemy and the winds of adversity would kind of would try to come, they come for one reason, and that is to push us off of our off of our course. But there has to be that importunate heart and mind that says, I'm not moving. I am not moving. And what causes us to not move is a word from God. Amen. We need a word from heaven. That's the one thing that causes us when all else fails. When your emotions are screaming, you have to have a word from God. And, you have, and we have to have the fear of the Lord so that even though God speaks, we know what to do with that word. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Because God's speak, speaking all the time. Hallelujah. But it, it, it's a matter of are we believing what God says? Say, I'm, I, believe I believe every word that God speaks in the name of Jesus. So we just welcome you, Holy Spirit, tonight. I just thank you for your presence. We say more, God, more of you. Think through my mind. Speak through me in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the river of heaven. I declare this is a house of glory. It's a house of miracles. It's a house of healing, spontaneous miracles and healings in the name of Jesus. And everybody that agrees says amen. amen. It's a chance. I love this. Hallelujah. It's a chance to reset our lives. Hit the reset button. Woo, how many are glad for that? It's a chance to start over 
to sow good seeds and get a harvest on them in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I want to do another thing. And when I was in the back room, I, I'm just feeling, and we're going to make a declaration out of that. Um, when I was younger, I don't know why I did this. Um, well, I kind of have an idea why I did it. But when I turned, I'm not sure how old, I, when I was 16, my dad bought my sister and I a car. So maybe around 18, um, my dad took my money and purchased a car for me that I didn't really love. But he always had an idea. His heart was always to buy the best of the best of the best. It wasn't always necessarily. I remember I have this one, one memory of growing up. And how many of you remember that was the Welland Mall, Seaway Mall in Welland. And he took me to a clothing store there because I needed a new winter jacket. And you, you went, I went shopping with my dad. I don't think anybody would do that. Maybe I was in maybe seventh or eighth grade and he took me to a woman's clothing store can't remember the name of it um and he picked out this jacket for me that i absolutely hated how many of you know remember the wizard of oz anybody see the wizard of oz so at that time maxi coats were in style those are those coats if you don't know that went down to your ankle and and you know back then all the girls i mean i think it's still an issue but you know all the girls wanted to, to just look you know real thin and nobody wanted to wear you know you froze if that you know just so you looked good right we walked to the arena and we wear these tiny little jackets and we'd freeze but it didn't matter because what mattered was when we were going to the arena all the boys that looked at us knew that we looked good so my dad took me to this store and I don't even know why I'm telling you this story <laughs> but um, I bought he bought me this maxi dress and it, our maxi coat went all the way down to my ankle, and it was corduroy, and it was gold, and it probably went out to here, and that was my dad. He always meant well, and so I sold that car that he bought me, that he had good intentions, it was brand new, and I bought myself, because my dad was always, you know, don't borrow anything, and everything you buy is always brand new, and so maybe there was just a little bit of rebellion in me. So I sold that car shortly after it, and I bought a used car. <laughs> the things we do, just say the things we do. Um, and so, it, you know, one of the things when I, when I went to, I was away at school, and um, this car, you know, I had some good times with this car. Some of my friends in school, it was a standard car, and I didn't know, how to, didn't know how to drive standard, and Pastor Ian knew how to drive standard, but I bought the car not knowing how to drive standard, and, um, you know, he taught me by just leaving me in the middle of an intersection when my car stalled and said, figure it out, <laughs> and rolling backwards down hills, and finally I learned, and so I had a lot of adventure with this car, and I'd be, I was, you know, be away at school and go out to my car, you know, this car that I traded in from the brand new car that my dad got, and, um, you know, the thing wouldn't start, and so my friends, because it was a standard, how many of you know that there's this funny thing that you can do with standard cars, is three or four of your friends get behind your car, and they push you, and your car starts. <laughs> That was a natural occurrence for a while when I lived in Hamilton, going to school. One of the things that I saw in the back room, I told you all of that to tell you this, is one of the other things that you'd have to do is, and I learned how to do all of these things, I don't do them anymore, but back then, is, you know, you'd have to take a look at the spark plugs and, you know, take them off and, I can't even remember, you know, clean them off because you weren't having the 
you know, the, the ignition or the things weren't firing or whatever, you weren't getting the acceleration, and so you clean them off. And so, you know, tonight, I, I believe the Lord wants me to, we're going to start here, and I believe the Lord wants me to read out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in the Amplified Translation, because we just read that, that all of God's word is there for us to not only inspire us and to grow us, but to show us the difference between right is, and wrong. And always, always, always the intention of the Lord and the intention of his word, because the scripture declares where sin or error abounds, grace abounds much more. And the way I see that is that, you know, stuff happens and when we learn the nature of God and the word of God and the ways of God, the grace of God is always there. And it's always bigger, it's always greater, it's always more than enough for any trouble that we may, for any wrong thinking that we have may have found ourselves in. And so just like those spark plugs, there are things sometimes that happen in our lives. There are things in our hearts where we maybe are not making a connection to God. And God is always speaking, and the Bible says that we are his sheep, and that the, the promise of God that each one of us has is that we know his voice, and that we can hear his voice. But the truth is, there are times that people feel like they're not hearing the voice of God, and that's just like those dirty spark plugs. You know, I'd clean them off, put them back together, and car would start and so I just believe let's just close our eyes for a moment as I just read this and I'm just prophesying that in the name of Jesus because how can we receive the increase how can we receive the promotion how can we stand strong and stand firm if we're not hearing the voice of God if we're not hearing and hearing and hearing the things that God is saying to us so that faith can come so that faith can empower us so that faith can strengthen us not only con to continue, but to increase and go on. So Lord, we just declare as a body that we believe and we receive according to your word that love endures with patience, God. We declare in the name of Jesus that love is kind and it's thoughtful. It's not jealous or envious. We declare that our love does not brag, that it is not proud or arrogant, we declare that it is not rude, that it is not self-seeking, that it is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and angered. We declare in the name of Jesus, the God love that you have placed on the inside of us, God, that it does not take into account a wrong that it has suffered or endured, that it does not rejoice at injustice of any kind, that it rejoices, God, with the truth, and at the truth, and when right and truth prevail, Lord, we declare that we align ourselves in the name of Jesus and our hearts. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would come. We ask that you would wash, wash us, God. We ask in the name of Jesus where we may have been jealous, where we may not have been kind, where we may have been envious, where we may have been arrogant, where we may have been angered or touchy or fretful or resentful, God. We ask tonight, Holy Spirit, that you would come. We 
We ask that you would wash over us, God. We ask that you would increase, Lord, what you're doing in every heart in the name of Jesus. God, we know that healing is the platform for faith or, or love is the platform for faith, God. We thank you that love creates an environment for healing in the name of Jesus, Lord. And so we ask, God, just like those spark plugs tonight, God, that you would come and that you would cleanse through the power of your word, God. We thank you, Lord. It's just the simplicity, Lord, of pulling out the scripture, God. You're building our faith, Lord, where that is concerned. In the name of Jesus, Lord, the power of the word of God, we just declare that we welcome you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we declare in Jesus' name that we bear all things, that the love of God bears th all things, God, regardless of what comes, that it believes all things, Lord. I thank you for the love of God that is in us in the name of Jesus. I thank you that it believes the best of each person, God. I thank you that the love of God hopes all things in the name of Jesus. I thank you that the love of God remains steadfast, during difficult times in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the love of God that endures all things without weakening, that we endure all things without weakening, that the love of God that is in us never fails, and that we never fail, that we never fail, that your love can never fail, and that we never fail because your love is in us. Say, I can never fail. I can never fail. I can never fail. I can never fail. Say, I will never fail. Say, failure is not a part of my life because the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I think I've taken care of all of that. So we've been talking a lot about the honor of God, making God big. And I think that's what Pastor did on Sunday is talking about this idea that Jesus is Lord. That oftentimes what we did years ago, it was so important to us to just have people pray the sinner's prayer when they didn't mean a word of it. Really what they wanted was for us to leave them alone and to move on our merry way. But, but God, his desire is that we would disciple people into the place where Jesus is Lord and that in our own lives we are, you know, doing a checkup from the neck up and examining our lives as we're in this year and we're coming out of this year in strength and we're looking at all of the great things that God is speaking to this house and he's speaking to our lives and that means me because I'm a part of this house and we're, we're allowing God, you know, to have his way in our thinking. Amen. So we've been talking about the honor of God and making him big and making him Lord, which means he can speak, which means he can, he can have his way. And what he says in my life goes. Say what God says. Goes. Say God's word is final authority in my life in the name of Jesus. So I want to do a little test tonight. I'm just kind of doing some recap. Is everybody good? It's amazing how we, God is here. He's in the house. Okay, so it, it's all good. But it's amazing how much has been spoken to us. And it's amazing the expectation of heaven that we're going from glory to glory. That these things, as pastors said, that we're not just skimming the surface of these things. Come on. We're not just skimming the surface of honor. We're not just, you know, we don't just have this funny picture in our head that picture never did make it to Facebook or wherever it was going. Um, 
We have this funny picture in our head of pastor in this red cape, and that's the only thing we remember. No! We remember what it was that he was talking about. And that's what the Lord is challenging us on. That's what he's challenging us on. He's saying, if we hate tradition and religion that much, then what it looks like is it looks like when we come together in unity, we believe that there's power and strength when we come together. We believe that God's going to speak to us not only about our corporate identity and purpose, but we believe, hallelujah, in the power and the strength of the word. Amen. Glory to God. So, hallelujah. So, we want to go deep. We don't want to just, you know, stay on the surface and skim the surface, but we want to go deep into things. Amen? So there's four things, as I said earlier, that Pastor talked to us about, remembering more than just his red cape, amen, but Jesus is Lord and what that looks like in my life. And he talked about those four things. How many of you remember what they are? Maybe you can shout them out. Four things that would... Um, as we walk in these four things and possess these things, then that would show us or, or we would have a certainty of having a strong foundation in our life. Anybody call one out? Thoughts controlling our thoughts and emotions. Yay! Very good. Okay. Number two, something about tomorrow. Yes, being able to look into tomorrow. So we're not living by our thoughts and emotions. That's, that is a prerequisite to live by faith. Okay, can we say law there? I'm not living by my thoughts and emotions. Say law. Jesus is Lord. I'm having a little fit. He tells me everything's okay. That everything's okay does what to my thoughts and emotions? It brings them in line. Right, Do I keep worrying when Jesus tells me everything's okay if he's Lord? Right. Do I? That's no. That's what it means to learn how to control our thoughts and emotions where Jesus is Lord. Yes. Perfect example for this. Hallelujah. This is the way camping. This is why I'm saying this. The, the interns just VSR, yay for VSR. We're Keep just, praying for the students. Keep praying for the students. We were just away camping for, it's supposed to be three days. We were away for two. And God had a sense of humor he because. He did. Wait, Ta, you're ruining God the story. God had a sense of humor. So we're sitting around the campfire on Monday night. Uh -huh. And every time we've ever gone camping, it's been like 85 degrees and sunny and perfect weather. It's just been awesome. We're sitting around the campfire. Pastor Ian's doing his like mic drop speech. And all of a sudden it starts to sprinkle and rain. So we're like, okay, Jesus. It's and in my heart, in my heart, I'm like, Lord, what's going on? Is everything going to be okay? And he, he said to me, you can trust me. So da-da-da-da-da-da, one o'clock in the morning, I shake the girl's tent and say, it's literally pouring rain. Some of you remember that. Guys, we need to move the Thunder, tent. Thunder, lightning, like, power I, went out. We made, all the, <laughs> we made all the students literally get soaked, get mucky. It was crazy. And it ended up happening again the second day, so it was just like a muddy mess. But we, every single person that went camping said it would not have been fun mm -hmm. if that didn't happen. And I got home, and I just thought, it's amazing how when you trust him, in the moment it seems like, God, it's raining. But then at the end of the trip, it wouldn't have been the same. We wouldn't have, we called it trauma bonding. 
We wouldn't have trauma bonding. Well, we lose any trauma from them in the name of Jesus. But how many of you know that's what it looks like when you say, Jesus, your Lord, I trust you with my life. He knows. He knew they were going to be okay. How many of you know that? He knew that they were safe. He knew no one was going to be sick. He knew everybody was safe. And he knew that that would be the circumstance that was required in order to bring about the results and, and we have to, the greatest results, we have to be flexible when it comes to the Lord and trusting him and be able in the moment like that to be able to turn within. That's why we clean the spark plugs because in a moment of circumstance where things in our life are different than we thought they would be, we have to be able to turn within and say, God, is everything going to be okay? And his words are final authority. And we respond accordingly. That's what it looks like for him to be Lord, for us to put him in that place, as Pastor said, of supreme position in heaven and earth and in our life. Amen? And to not live by that. The second one is to be able to look into tomorrow and see something different through the power of the word than what we experienced yesterday. So yesterday, things may have been falling apart and everything I touched, everything fell apart. But when God says, beloved, I'm with you always and all that I have is yours, you can have joy and peace when he's Lord and his word is final authority because you are looking ahead and you're not looking back. How many of you know that's true? Come on, hallelujah. That's what it means to not stay on the surface. That's what God's saying, to go a little deeper. Number three, anybody remember it has something to do with trust? Yes, woo, very good. Learning, right? Faith has the component of trust. You can use those words interchangeably. And so what it looks like is in a moment like that, we are trusting God, but we're taking it to another level where the word is showing us that we can see in our everyday life if we trust God by how cynical we are towards others. Do we trust others? Because the scripture says, if we can't trust those who we do see, how can we say that we, trust, we do trust God who we don't see? And what it boils down to when he's Lord is that even when people are doing us wrong, we have to learn how to turn within our hearts and say, God, they have evil intent for my life, but you are bigger and you are greater. I'm not going to tie your hands by looking for vindication myself or vengeance myself. I'm going to walk in love and forgiveness and allow you to turn this around in the name of Jesus. That's what it looks like for Jesus to be Lord. How many of you know that's different than a lot of the things that we see or what we might have experienced just knowing the information but not actually thinking. And the final one, I just gave it away to you, is think. think. Everybody say, think. think. Say it again. Think. God wants us to use our brains. And when we have all of the information that he's given us, we do that, what I was speaking about, when he throws all the puzzle pieces on the ground. We don't sit on the ground and have a temper tantrum because we can't see what God is doing and how unfair he is and things are not the way we thought they should be. 
But we use, we allow the Holy Spirit to guide our thoughts to bring us peace. How many of you know the promise to us is peace every single day of our life in the name of Jesus? So as we're bringing this year, what we want to be able to do is we want to be able to have confidence before God. Confidence, right? To be able to come boldly to the throne of grace every single day to hear God to run to the throne without guilt or inferiority, without that lying feeling that God is disapproving of me, but walking in, Romans tells us, the approval of God. We need to know that God loves us. We need to know that God approves of us if we're going to finish strong. We need to know that if we're going to have confidence before God, everybody say approval. The scripture tells us because of our faith in Christ, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. Dear friends, 1 John tells us, if we don't feel guilty, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with boldness. But if we feel guilty, if we feel like God disapproves of us, we're focusing more on our actions rather than the grace of God that is there. The scripture says where grace abounds, wrong thinking, deception, things that are contrary to the word. He says, look again, because grace does much more abound. There is grace available for you to fix that wrong thinking in the name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6 says, I am sure of this. I'm sure of this. It's not a maybe. There's no double-mindedness about it. We're going into, you know, closing out this year, and, and we're running through the finish line into the next year that God has. With all boldness and all confidence, Philippians tells us, I'm sure of this. Not wondering. I sure hope so. God, what are you doing? I don't really understand. That he who began a good work... These scriptures are ammo against the enemy when you feel in your thoughts or emotions like you don't understand what's going on. You don't understand what God's doing. You can't see the future clearly. You arm yourself with these scriptures. Why? Because every scripture is given by God. It's divinely inspired by God to cause us to think like God, to walk in strength, to walk in peace, and to walk in life. We believe that he who began a good work in us will bring it to a strong close in the name of Jesus. Proverbs tells us, the Lord is my confidence and he will keep my feet from being caught. Hallelujah. We arm ourselves, the scripture says, with this kind of thinking. 1 John 5 tells us, this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we will ask anything according to his will, if we will ask anything Anything, 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 say anything, according to his will. Where do we find his will? Where do we find his will? Where do we find the will of God? Somebody show me. In a Bible, if we will ask anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. And we know that if he hears us, then we have those things, what? If we will not faint or quit. If we will maintain that position, allow him to maintain that position in our hearts of lordship. Okay. 
We're going to move on to um, bring this sort of to a close. Hallelujah, as it's already a close. Zero, 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 zero means it's closed. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your great and precious promises. And this is a, a declaration um, through the dream and prophetess Kathy and where we are. And, you know, we as a team of people at Victory are receiving. How many of you are saying, you know, it's okay for me to come out of this year and not receive everything that God has for, for you? How many of you would say, you know, it's okay. I mean, I, I maybe got like just, you know, a tiny bit of it, but hey, it's okay. Is that okay with us? No, that's not okay with us. We want all hallelujah that God has for us. And so out of that dream, there were some things that prophetess Kathy had us to begin to declare. And there are things that, that I'm declaring every day. And this is what they sound like. The leaders and the people of victory have great expectation for the things of God. Because that's what it takes. Expectation is the womb of creation or manifestation that God is dispensing many benefits towards us and we are seeing them because we believe and have great expectation. God's doing that. Yeah. Expectation is the womb for manifestation. Great things are happening for us and even greater things are in store. How do you believe that? We receive God's benefits daily and take all that he has for us in the vault of heaven. That's what we're doing in these final days. As we do, as we go back to those words that God declared to us at the beginning of September in the Jewish year, and God spoke to us about this year being the, word, the, the year of the mouth and the way that we were going to obtain the great and precious promises of God being manifest in our lives is through each one of us opening our mouths and declaring that word. Not only hearing the word, but God, you know, the enemy's desire is that each one of us would be silent. And if I had more time, what I would do is I would go into the, the different things that the enemy tries to do in our lives to keep us quiet. You know, if you look in the life of the prodigal son, one of the, way, one of the things that he did to try and keep the prodigal son quiet was to get him out of the will of God. Get him out of where he should be when he should be there. If you look at the woman with the issue of blood and you look at her life and you think, how did the enemy try to keep that woman quiet? He tried to keep her quiet by keep getting her too sick to want to say anything. One of the ways that the enemy comes to try and keep people quiet is by having dirty spark plugs. Is when we're walking in that, sense of guilt or inferiority or, di or God, that feeling of God disapproving of us, it's hard to open your mouth in the year of the mouth when God is declaring to us, prepare because it's the year of great harvest. Where God is telling us it's a time to open our mouth and say the right things, but when it comes to judgment and criticism and all the wrong things, there's authority that's being released and even greater authority that God desires to increase upon our lives and move us into the greater things. I heard this week Brother Copeland said early in his years of ministry, he had a temper 
And he said he would always just fly off at the handle. I don't know if that's the right expression. Fly off the handle. And he said the Lord spoke to him one day and he said to him, you need to get control of this. You need to learn to walk in the love of God because I can't bring the great increase of ministry that is yours to your life as long as it's okay with you to continue to open your mouth and say things that are contrary to my will for others, to my will for your life, for your ministry, and for the future. God's desire is to bring promotion. But what the enemy wants is to keep you and I quiet. And you know, you know, when people wrong you, you might show up into your prayer closet, but you know, you're just kind of like, okay, God, you know, you are. Here I am, God. You told me to show up. And that's awesome. But how many of you know there's a difference between just showing up and Jesus being Lord when he speaks to us in that moment because we've chosen a hard thing. Walking in the love of God every moment of our life is a hard thing. But the Bible says where sin abounds, it's not something. James tells us that no man can tame the tongue. But we're not just mere men. We're not just mere men. We have the Holy Spirit, the grace of God, to cause us to be able to tame our tongue, to open up our mouths and decree and declare in this year of harvest what it is that God has for us. Learning not to live by how we feel. Learning how to look into tomorrow and see what God sees. Learning how to love the unlovely, to love beyond how we are treated. Learning, learning that God always is saying more than we heard at that moment. And often, because God calls things that are not as though they were, when God edifies us and encourages us and exhorts us, it fills us and we needed it so bad that we stop there and we don't often realize that sometimes what God is really saying is, get these things in order. What he's really saying is that we need to work on these things. What he's really saying is that as we do these things, life, life, life in our life will be the product of that. God's desire with his great and precious promises is that we would come to the place of knowing him, that we would share in the divine nature of God. Can I tell you, the earth is looking 
as Pastor said on Sunday, for supermans all over the place. They're looking for us to push the envelope when it comes to words of wisdom and words of knowledge and prophecy and the love of God and walking in the blessing that God has. The world is looking for a people who will push the envelope and be different. We're fighting so hard to be like them and to not rock the boat. And what they are longing for is Jesus in their midst. The great and precious promises the scripture tells us that enable us to escape the corruption that's in this world that's caused by human desire. Hallelujah. Bless you, God. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Father. We bless your name, God. We make you big. We make you big, we make you big, we make you big. And as we take this moment right now, Lord, we make you big, hallelujah, we make you big. And we invite you, Lord, we invite you, we invite you as we, Lord, we recount this year and we recount, God, Lord, all that you have said, Lord, all that you have spoken, Lord, to prepare us, to enable us, Lord, to enable us to acquire, to enable us to walk in strength, to enable us, God, to lay hold of all that you have. We invite you in. We say, come Holy Spirit. We say, come Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Would you come? We invite you into every place, God, of our hearts, Lord, where the enemy has tried to silence, God, us, where he's tried to, God, steal strength, where he's tried to, God, steal zeal or fire or desire, where he's tried, God, to steal passion, where he's tried to steal, God, the joy of salvation from every heart, Lord, so that the children of God would be quiet at a time, Lord, where you are desiring that we would open our mouths and speak. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. I just want to take a moment and I just want to do something. I just want us to just ask the Lord as we just do this corporately. I just want us to ask God, just, you know, if you're in that place and you would say, you know, yeah, I heard those things. I've heard what pastor said. I've heard what Perry Stone said. I, I've known the intention and the meaning of this year, but somehow here I find myself on September, I think it's the 6th or 7th, and, and I haven't really been declaring, God, what you said over my life. I haven't really been declaring over, over me, over my life, over this ministry, God, over all of the things that you desire to do. Here I find myself, God, at a time where you desire us to go into the vault of heaven, Lord, like this big, uh, whatever you call those things where they silo, where they have all the seed. And God, you want us to go into those silos, God, and to grab hold of the word at this moment and with all boldness and with all 
strength, God. It's your desire as you divinely accelerate things, God, as we make sure that the spark plugs are clean and we're walking in the love of God because it's your intention, God, to promote us, Lord. Each one of us as we sit there, each one of us as the angels of God are here, each one of us as the angels of God are here, Lord, bringing the assistance that we need. God, we invite you and we ask you, Lord, to reveal to us as we sit in this moment with Elizabeth, Elizabeth Play, God. We ask, Lord, would you show us, God? Lord, what was it that stopped our speaking? What was it, God, that stole the strength? We just invite you, God, in this moment all over this room just you just take a moment just ask the lord that say god what was it god what was it that what was it that stopped me from speaking what was it god what was it was it you god me feeling like you didn't approve god was it me god not putting you in that place of lordship and the power of your word that when i speak it it's settled and it, it, it never returns void god what was it, God? Was it something that someone said, God? Was it something that someone did, God? What was it? Holy Spirit, reveal to us in this moment. Reveal to us in this moment, God. What was that thing that tried to steal our voice? What was that thing that tried to steal our strength? I'm just going to give you a moment. Just a moment, Holy Spirit, come. Just a moment just a moment as we invite the angels of heaven to come and God your intention is to heal these things to come and to heal that trauma to come and to change things to come and to rewrite Lord the future from this moment on it's going to be different from this moment on from this moment on we're going to experience the fruit of our labor from this moment on in the name of Jesus when we speak the word we see the harvest from this moment on speaking the anointed word of God and the angels of God divinely accelerating things from this moment on I'm light in a dark place from this moment on I'm a magnet I'm a Jesus magnet I'm a loving magnet for those that don't know God Holy Spirit would you come would you show us Jesus, we just invite you now. We just ask, Lord, would you come? Just invite him. Say, Jesus, would you come? Would you stand between me and that thing and that lie and that trauma? Would you come now, Jesus? And would you stand in this experience in the name of Jesus? In the name of Jesus. And, and when you see Jesus there, what I want you to do is I, I want you to give him that negative thing. I want you to give him that thing somebody said. I want you to give him that guilt. I want you to give him that disapproval. I want you to give him. Make him Lord. I want you to give it to him tonight in the name of Jesus. If there's anything negative that's there, you just give it. He's standing between you and what someone said and what someone did and the lives of the enemy. He's standing there. He's standing there. The angels are here tonight ready in the name of Jesus to cause us to go free. Ready in the name of Jesus to cause us to walk in the fullness of our authority and the strength of the power of the word of God that's inside of us. Those great and precious promises that have been given to us in the name of Jesus. We welcome you Jesus, we ask you now 
in the name of Jesus. What is it that you want from him? You've given him that negative thing. What do you want from him? Do you need peace? Just ask him. Say, Jesus, I receive peace. Jesus, I receive you as Lord. Jesus, I receive approval from heaven of my life. I receive Jesus. Just receive that from him right now in the name of Jesus. Just receive it. What are you asking for? What is it that you want? What is it that you want? Maybe maybe there's been an infirmity. We refine the work of the enemy and the spirit of infirmity, just like that woman with the issue of blood. Lord, in the name of Jesus, and we try to keep people quiet because they don't have the physical strength. Lord, in the name of Jesus, just like the prodigal, Lord, we rebuke that spirit of rebellion that would try to cause us, Lord, not to be able to be part of a team. And God, see eye to eye in the name of Jesus the way that you want us to. Jesus, we receive from you tonight. Say, Lord, I receive. And Lord, we ask you tonight to heal the spirit and the soul. Say, Lord, heal my spirit and soul that were broken. Come on, together. Lord, we ask you to heal our spirit and soul that was broken, crushed, or damaged in any way during that trauma or negative experience. And say, in the name of Jesus, by the authority in that name, I command any spirit of evil to go from me now in the name of Jesus. Say, I declare that I close any gate that I may have opened through deception and I receive the grace of God. I receive the strength of God to go free. Say, in the name of Jesus, I declare that all consequences of trauma are healed. All fear goes now and that the memory of that negative experience is healed now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you in this place of freedom, God. Hallelujah. We just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would move to this place. We ask, God, that you would move in and out of every aisle tonight in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would empower. I release the strength of God. We thank you, Lord, that you strengthen us with might, God. That's what you said in our inner man. Strong in the Lord. Strong in the Lord. Strong in the Lord. Strong in you, Lord. Strong in you, God. Strong in you, God. Strong in you, God. Strong in you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Lord, tonight, I believe I've hit the reset button. Say, Lord, when I leave this place, I leave changed. Say, Lord, no longer falling into the traps of the enemy, but strong. Say, Lord, thank you for opening my eyes to see the grace and the help that is there in that time of need. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Let's just give God praise. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory.